What's up, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. I am Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rook, a.k.a. Whoopi, and I am here with my main man. Yo, this L dot O dot. Mr. With the shits, no matter how you deliver it. You always got something fucking snappy to say, you know? <laughs> what I, I do. don't. I'm Yo, not he, a, write, he writes them shits. It's called preparation. Yeah, you heard of it? That's what it's called. Have you heard of it? Um, yo, you got your boy Vin in the building. What's up, y'all? COVID free. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric. <laughs> he, just, he just screamed at me for preparation and he Look, hits you with everybody's got a character right that <laughs> intro is getting perfectly every week that, that intro is getting heart. creepier and creepier every week what's up it's alric i'm calling from gwitmo bay i'm, in the, I'm locked in a cage right now hope everybody's having a good day it's just a public service announcement. Hello, and welcome to Decoding Ford. Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect this. The podcast where we fearlessly and ferociously explore, debate, and laugh at the complex inner workings, issues, and thinking of today's grown men. Only describe us as soldiers, survivors. Now here's the crew. Allow me to introduce myself to Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke. Making all your fantasies come true. Talk, talk so nicely. Up next. I kicks the mad style, so step off the frankfurter brooklyn's best kept secret alan rick half man half amazing let's not forget mr straight with no chaser and harlem's adopted son leon aka l dot o dot i'm complex i excel then prevent last but definitely not Make least the master of impressions Whoa. king of the town who's our favorite Whoa. comedian i hope he becomes yours too now let's get it all in perspective mr vincent perez my family what up this is decoding 40 you already know. Don't stop. No one can do it better. Can I start off this week? I never start yes, off. Absolutely. Yeah. Yo. You should. Super duper aggravated. The freaking fire alarm. The fire detector. Smoke detector. CO2 detector went out. So it started beeping. So I'm like, all right, I know how to handle this. Go up, get the ladder, pull it down. Got some batteries. We don't have batteries. All right. I'm going to go to the store and get some batteries. So we go. We get some batteries. We come back. I'm all set up. Have a little dinner. Make myself a little beverage. And I'm about to fix the fix the fire extinguisher. So I put the batteries in. I do the test. I put the thing up. Still beeping like nothing's happening. I say, okay, maybe these batteries are bad. I take another batch of batteries. I put them in. Sit. I wait. Still beeping. Turn on the light. I read the back of the detector and it says if detector is still beeping after you put in fresh batteries, either there is a malfunction or it has gone past the date of viability of the detector. So mm-hmm. I look at it and I'm like, it says May 28th. I'm like, okay, 2012. I said, all right, this is, this, I gotta let this go. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> all right, I gotta let this go. That so, shit don't even pick up CO2 anymore. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, it just uses battery to do it nothing. It emits CO2 at this point. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that shit stopped working five years ago. It's just the beep fo- just finally started to work and shit. That shit the is beep, working for a man. Hold up. The beep was like, oh shit, I think I better work now. Beep. <laughs> it's playing so, both sides. So wife goes to Target, picks one up. While she's there getting something else, brings it back, sits it down. I'm like, it sits, literally sits it on my desk. So I know what that means, right? You got to put this is Mac work. So taking a little lunch break from work, 
I cut the plastic open. I set it up, put the batteries in it. This is the loudest smoke detector in history. It's got wires and it's got bells. For some reason, it comes with like a plastic hairnet. I don't know why I'm, what I need that for. So anyway, I take it. I go. I set it all up, wire it all up, get the ladder, go up, go to put it all up. It is a different size than the other detector. So the screws, the spacing, the, the housing from the other one is not the same size as this. Now I have to take everything out of the wall, screw everything back in. So that's my project right. for tomorrow. So you are the been... you sound like the least handy motherfucker <laughs> in the world, dude. The least handy motherfucker in the world. Go! Unscrew some screws. I had to take the light bulb out, put the new light bulb in. Do you have a toolbox? I have a sick toolbox, actually. Yes, I actually have cutting edge screwdrivers, magnetic screwdrivers. Yes. <laughs> magnetic screwdrivers are not cutting edge. They've been around for quite a long time. It's cutting edge. It's cutting edge. They've been around for quite a long time. They have Wi Fi. It's great. They have Wi Fi? They have Wi Fi. Oh, shit. He probably got one a wrench, a hammer, <laughs> a broken hammer at that. No, 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 no. I got and I a got, flathead screwdriver. I, I got it. So you've just described my toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Le, Leon, Leon got like three fucking butter knives in there. <laughs> yeah, he with, uses with, with tape wrapped around grip. the handle. Yeah, yeah. He got shanks actually that he yeah. uses for, you know. <laughs> Well, that, that's a Puerto Rican toolbox, nigga. You got to have at least four butter knives in there. <laughs> that <laughs> that's actually help one you. of the things that I've said that I can uh, get for Christmas. Butter knives? <laughs> you know what? I, I need a new toolbox. I have a, a, a lot of tools, uh, but I need like a nice, decent one. Everything is in one place toolbox because I'm too lazy to have to go through my shit because my ratchet set that I have is like it, the actual case kind of broke. So now the fucking all of the little ratchet heads are just all over the place. And it's, mm. it's a mess. It's a mess. I'm yeah. actually really funny about my, my my toolbox when like one piece is missing. I got like scalp the whole house because I don't want to lose it. So I'm actually really wow. funny about that. About That's the one thing I keep really, really organized. That and my, and my tech. Fucking OCD. You should see mm. my toolbox. It looks like it looks like a murderer's toolbox, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I look like I'm a murderer. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> did you did you lose that ratchet, Mac, when you were changing the light bulb? No, 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 no. I thought I was going to need the saw to change the light bulb, but actually, it didn't. he kept it dropping. Didn't. He couldn't figure out why is this not working. Didn't require the saw. So. This is LCD, uh, right? Like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually in my check-in. I was actually going to talk about all the little household projects I've been getting into. Order these nice shelves for the kitchen and the mail sorter in the front door. Um, I've been out in the yard planting in the garden. Um, it's been it's been kind of kind of cool. I changed all the toilet seats. Now they're all slow closed. Um, you know, shit like that. This nigga. <laughs> I thought you were going to take naps. Did you abandon that, or did your wife say no? That's not happening. No, it's like I, I never I, like taking naps during the day is not something I ever really did. Mm. So then it's like, oh, I've got this time now. I can do something, you know, other than make the next meal for these kids. 
Yeah. Rick, 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 Rick is on some Bob Vila shit. This old house and shit. <laughs> I did the toilet seats. Uh, did I tell you I did the toilet seats? <laughs> and in between oh. the toilet seats, I made a loaf of bread. Uh, you know, <laughs> reorganize the entire kitchen setup. Like you, new new containers for everything. Everything's labeled now. You did the spices uh, and shit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, no, no, not the spices. Um, but more like you know the flour, the rice. Uh, the sugar, yeah. Put them in new containers. I got. I have a label maker, um, putting That's labels a, on shit. It's it's satisfying. I it it's I, weird, was, I was just about to say that, but it is satisfying. That's that's a project that's on my list, and I I look forward to the satisfaction of uh, completing that project. Isn't it amazing how little shit like that <laughs> at forty seven years old just kind of like <laughs> is the shit? Like, for that's how you know you're old. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> like like nigga, I put labels on my sugar. <laughs> Okay, and you sit back and you're like, oh, right. okay. it looks all organized. Hold up, hold up, nigga. I got one for brown sugar and white and sugar. White sugar. <laughs> <laughs> My sugar situation is straight, nigga. Yo, this is Vincent, aka Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, aka Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding Forty. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? bit we tweet we tweet all right yeah follow us on twitter no snapchat at all and go to www.decoding40.com make sure you sign up so you can keep following us thank you for listening to coding 40 <laughs> god damn it no. uh we're just coming off the uh fourth of july uh holiday weekend and um actually it could not be any more dull for me and uh, my household. We It literally was just another day. Outside of it sounding like the Gaza Strip outside of our apartment, we watched <laughs> uh, Hamilton. Um, I got through half of it. And it actually was pretty good. I, I applaud anyone who sat there in the theater and watched it. It is a very long uh, performance. Um, but I enjoyed what I, what, what I saw and then I kind of dozed off. What um, platform is it on? Disney. Disney, Disney you gotta Plus. get Disney. Disney Plus. Yeah, no, I'll never see it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna get it for the trial. I think just because my daughter has been wanting to see Hamilton since that play first came out, so I would get it for that, and I get it for the Marvel comics, uh, Marvel Studios, and the, and the <clears throat> Star Wars. That's and then I'll fucking you. cut it off. That's how they get you. Yeah, and I think that's how they got it. Or oh, actually, no, we purchased something and it came free with uh, the purchase, and it was like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. That's allowed. I won't give Disney any money. Why not? A, Why won't you give Disney money? Because he's a he was a Nazi. Was he? He was a no Nazi, Nazi sympathizer, Nazi uh, supporter. Uh, Di- Walt, Walt well Disney documented. was Walt Disney was an extreme racist and was a part of a lot of the CIA programming uh, with doctors, you know, different types of Project Monarch and all those things with uh, mind control shit, and that in turn from the Nazis because the Nazis were doing that type of shit as, as well in World War Two. That's not a super fact. That's real. Just look. You can look that up. Look up. <laughs> you can look. You can look that up. And I'm I'm serious. And he was a part. he resented the even mere notion of mentioned that fact. that might be a super fact, right? Nah, this, but it's real because if you look up a lot of the movies that they came out with, a lot of the uh, hidden messaging and sexual yeah. innuendo and shit like that, that shit was all a part of that Project Monarch and and, and mind control programming that they were trying to do back in the day, and they're still That's doing right. it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I get that, but but you know, Disney is Disney has been dead fifty years. So I don't mean yeah. his agenda is dead. 
Exactly. Exactly. I, I, the I organization agree. lives. And it even in, in Lion King, they were subliminal messaging. So that's oh, really like what? The actual visuals and the clouds and things like that. They did like they slowed it up and they showed different shapes and how when you put the shapes together, it comes out to be something like sexual or something like that or a woman's breasts or. Okay, I'm super fat. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I don't know. That's it's possible. There could be some some subliminals. Just but look if, up subliminal if, messaging on uh, Disney. You'll come up with a whole bunch of shit. If, if you look at the imagery of what Disney puts forward for kids and what like PBS puts forward for kids, um, and how they sort of mold these children's brains, it's, it's programming from from very young age, and I was most offended by it on how they treat girls and mm. and women, how they're depicted in Disney. They're always waiting for the the man or the the the, the male figure hero to come save them, even when they are the star of the picture. So now, are you talking about Snow White, Cinderella? Because they, I thought they made a shift in their tell a uh, storytelling. Right, because no. if you talk no. about Brave and Mulan, and yes, uh, and and uh, look, the look, Princess and the Frog, yes, and you have to look at the story and how the story actually breaks down because they actually have the same story; it never changed. So when you think about Frozen and the storyline in that movie, I've never seen it. Okay, so there was a lot of pushback um, that it was pushing the LGBT. Q agenda because you had two women who were actually sisters and try or not LGBTQ feminist movement and how they were actually eliminating the man from the entire storyline and getting rid of that whole uh, the distressed uh, maiden um, storyline. Mm-hmm. So if you think about storylines like that, do you think that they've made a turn or you think that's just I, I, I haven't seen it. I mean, I, I just wouldn't give Disney. Disney doesn't get any of my money. Like I'll, mm. the kids will never go to Disney World, Disneyland, none of that shit. They don't have Disney books. When people give them Disney uh, gifts, they go either in donation or straight to the trash. Wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, so you, make it, you, you make it clear not to buy your kids Disney. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. So if someone Disney does it, then they know. Don't, don't give my daughter Disney Princess anything. Okay. It's just going straight in the trash. Like I won't even donate that. I'll mm. donate like a, maybe a Mickey Mouse thing, but not a Minnie Mouse thing or a Disney Princess. That shit goes straight in the trash. Wow. I would think you would think that Mickey Fucking Mouse is Alric Muhammad. Yeah. X. Alric Muhammad X. Don't bring no Disney man in here, <laughs> my brother. Well, that you know, I think people, people, people have short memories and they don't think about the symbolism that's attached to all of these things. Mm. And I'm definitely not introducing them to my daughter. You know, if you ever go into Target and you look around at the kids' clothes and you look at the girl stuff, right? And the girl stuff is all unicorns and princesses and uh, hair and stuff like that. And you go into the boys' section and it's like uh, science and beakers and numbers and, and plus this and trucks. Why? What are they trying to program your kids to do? What They're trying to tell your daughters, this is all you have to think about. While your sons are given um, science and math as, as sort of their their foundation, right? Like they're just wearing it. I don't mm-hmm. want you to buy my daughter a T-shirt that says "Diva." Trash. You know that. You know what they also do? They they over sexualize uh, young girls 
And I Disney know Disney does. No, no, I'm talking about this. The way Rick was talking about going into the store and buying clothes. When you go into the store nowadays, whether it's Old Navy or any store you pick, they over-sexualize the clothing and they got fucking bikinis for like three-year-olds and four-year-olds. Like, why is a three-year-old, four-year-old wearing a bikini? And this shit is real, man, because I remember going to shop for my daughter to get a bathing suit for her, me and my wife, and not being able to find anything that we felt was appropriate. Like, where was the one pieces? And that was hard to find. They were, everything was a bikini. You like the fuck? Why? Did, why does a three year old, a four year old, five year old need to have a bikini? That that shit to me is enough. Mm. And they do. That's the agenda they have. They over sexualize these these little girls, and then you have all these pedophiles out here looking at that shit. And and it's it's just it's crazy, man. Like even the clothing is is suggestive. I just want to say, getting back to Disney for one second. So what did you think about uh, Doc McStuffins and that entire franchise? I, I thought it was good for people who are who want Disney. Mm. I, I She has one Doc McStuffins book, but it's not as good as the Lola series. It's not as enriching as Parker looks up. It's actually, there's nothing in it. There's nothing there. It's complete fluff. Mm. There's no, there's no lesson. There's no, there's no learning. You um, bagging on Doctor McStuffins, huh? Yeah, really. It's like fuck that little I, I girl. Never, I never watched toys. the cartoon. I, I, at the time when, when, at the time <laughs> when that so was out of popular, my I didn't right watch. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are having an. I've never, I've never seen the cartoon. I'm basing it solely on this one book that she that she has as Doc McStuffins, and I'm saying that there's nothing in that story. I am so out of my depth right now, but I do have a question. <laughs> I started watching kid movies again because they made them entertaining for adults as well, which mm-hmm. I think is really difficult to do because essentially when they're writing a script, they're writing two scripts. They're mm-hmm. writing one to be entertaining, one movie, but two scripts, one movie to be entertaining for kids and the mm-hmm. same movie to be entertaining for adults because adults are the ones taking the kids to the movies, taking them to the theme parks, buying the clothes. And I hear what you're saying about the clothes, but I think that's more tool towards adults because that's what the parents buy them. But at what point do we just let kids be kids? And at what point is everything a statement? I think that's what, what do you mean? Let kids be kids. I don't understand because you don't, don't, you don't, you don't let kids just have free reign and run around with no guidance. That's part of the problem in this world right now is people, these kids are running around with no fucking guidance. You have to give them guidance. You've been on this planet for 40 some odd years. Yep. You have to tell them what you know. I, I agree and what with I know, that. And what I know is that this is good for you. If I give you Elmo or if I give you Doc McStuffins, you're going to come out a better person listening to Elmo. Oh. As far as I'm concerned, because that's in line with my, my, with my values. So are you okay with the Elmo t-shirt? Yeah. My, I, 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 I bought an Elmo t-shirt for my son this week. Okay. All What's right. wrong with the Elmo t-shirt? I'm just saying it's just as commercial <laughs> as... Like what is Elmo doing? Oh. But it, uh, the commercialism just, isn't isn't my issue. Okay. Commercialism is the, me- the messaging of, of the characters. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. What about you? I, I, I'm just trying to find out, was Dr. McStuffin on the low slinging crack, nigga? Like, I don't know. <laughs> how. I mean, I get the whole Disney thing. I do. I'm very anti-Disney in my house. Oxycontin. But... Dr. McStuffin was slinging. 
Rick what? is like, I don't want nothing about that messaging. And I'm trying. What was so bad about Doctor McStuffin though? I, I didn't scripts. say there was anything that I didn't say there was anything that bad about mm-hmm. Doctor McStuffin. She actually has one of the books. I'm just saying that if I compare that book to other series of books with black characters, Doc McStuffins doesn't really have much to offer. I got you. I mean, and I'm only basing it on the one book that she has. She's never seen the cartoon. I've never seen the cartoon. Um, and I, we don't really, we, we don't have plans on watching it. So mm. I'm going to have to go watch this on YouTube right after the show. I, I, I'm look, PBS, <laughs> PBS is, is probably the best thing in the world to me for kids. What my almost two-year-old knows about phonics already is kind of incredible. You you give him a letter and he'll tell you what the sound is. He's mm. not even two years old yet. Mm. And I can't that's not even all attributed to me teaching or his mother teaching, but it's also because they watch PBS all the time. Hold up. And Hello. he's watching Super Y. He's gonna be four years old, be like, father. <laughs> sunshine is so lovely today please I, I would like a spot of tea and some honey in that father thank you so much why do you speak with such gutter English I beyond me. I'll have my salad with a vinaigrette thank you father you speak like such a heathen you and your friends decoding 40 what's going on with you B? had to buy a new refrigerator um, what else is going on? Wait, did, get see, did, didn't it didn't we, work didn't out. We place huh? a wager. What'd yeah. you say? I think we placed a wager. Twenty dollars. Yep. Yeah. Twenty. Bucks. You can cash at me. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I got I, the I, memo. I, I never, t- I never took that bet. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> did, and it's yeah, on tape. And we got it. And we got the little hooker on tape. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm giving you twenty dollars for an unofficial <laughs> bet? Y'all niggas is crazy. He was like, "Y'all crazy? Watch me Y'all fix crazy. it. I'm gonna fix it." Well, let me tell you what happened. I know I got... you really owe me forty because you electrocuted yourself, but you're no. not gonna tell us, <laughs> right? You're not gonna admit to that. Okay, so I got the part. I put the part in, and it did even. It started to work even worse than it was before. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I was like, "Fuck it." I'm getting a new refrigerator. This shit was blowing out hot air. I was like, yo, why is it blowing out hot air? <laughs> it's like it turned into an air fryer. So <laughs> I turned the you fridge. A six foot air fryer. Nigga, I turned the fridge into an air fryer. Uh. I could bake. I had loaves of bread baking in that bitch. But um, <laughs> so I went and got myself a refrigerator, man. And um, fuck it. You know, I got a good deal on it. And what else is going on in my life? I, I got to get my backyard uh, fucking cleaned out with the gardener. He was supposed to come over today and something happened. So he's coming on Thursday and I'm trying to figure out how much it's going to cost for this guy to, uh, you know, get all the weeds and everything else and, you know, do some things in that backyard for me because I'm not doing it. It's too fucking hot. It's like 85 degrees every day. Mm. You got a front patch? No, no, I don't. Just the back. Yeah, it's just the back. It's You've been to my house before. Much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah. trying to remember if it was a mm-hmm. there was a front patch of grass. Also. No, no, no. It's just the back backyard, basically, and like the side of the house leading to the backyard that needs to be done, like you know, de-weeded and stuff like that. But it, it has to get done so I can then get my fence fixed. Just, just fucking expense after expense. But other than that, life is great, you know. Mm. <laughs> money, 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 money. Yeah. Speaking of big yeah. bills, I just got a bill this week. Um. For my stay at the hospital. Oh, oh shit! Oh. Yeah. What happened with these? So, 
No, I, the insurance covered most of it. Uh -oh. Most of it. But still, my portion is over just a little over three grand. Jesus wow. Christ. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because if you if it, if I looked at the breakdown of the bill and you know how they, they something was happening with my liver, they couldn't figure out exactly what was going on. So they were doing as many tests as they could possibly do. And at the end of it, like I get the bill, the itemized bill, and they did 446 tests, uh, wow. 446 blood tests. Uh, or not just blood tests, but they I'll did you Lee Majors. labs <laughs> to oh, try to figure shit. out what the fuck was going on with me. But they also were like testing me every day. Once they found like the liver uh, enzyme level, they were trying to track that and make sure that it was going down. But if I didn't have insurance, I don't know what the fuck. Seriously. If you didn't have insurance, you'd be changing you, number. You'd have to. <laughs> You have to turn your kitchen into a meth lab because <laughs> I can't even imagine how much that bill would have been. Would I even gotten 400 tests? No. You nah, they would have just four. gave you, they would have gave you a magnesium pill or some shit and be like, here, take this. <laughs> they would have cut me off at 100 tests. It'd be like, nah, okay. You would have made 100 tests? You would have got four tests. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them would have been placebo tests yeah. <laughs> and an eye test. Yeah. <laughs> e F G W. Read this chart, please. <laughs> e X I T. That's the way you go. <laughs> hold, up, hold up. Um, I don't know what to tell you. You're gonna have to just drink some more water. You know, <laughs> if you drink some more water. You know, it'll flush out your kidneys and maybe the poison will go away. I don't know. <laughs> Good luck. Fucking decode for it. Here's the burning question that LO has been asking for weeks. Do black lives only matter when they are taken by white people? We, we all know, probably since the dawn of time, Black people being uh, murdered and brutalized by police has plagued uh, particularly our community. So like in the last five years with the Mike Brown uh, death and then now this resurgence of BLM, we have more allies who are coming to the forefront talking about Black Lives Matter. And we're seeing a lot of symbolic changes and even maybe some structural and institutional changes as well. I think we're more heavy on the symbolism at this point. But aside from that, there is this argument that kind of runs concurrent to the BLM movement is that do people only care about black lives when they are taken um, by the hands of or by sanctioned violence from the state? This is a this is an argument that really gets under my skin because it I find myself constantly having to engage with people on social media and says, okay, here's the difference. If Peanut kills Jimmy B, I don't even know if those are black names, but Ray Ray. Ray Ray. There you go. Thank you. Peanut is going to jail. We mourn Ray Ray. And there are things that we're doing in this in our community, and there are organizations that are trying to curb the violence in our community. But there are institutional things that are contributing to the conditions that create greater violence in our communities. So when people stand up in arms and talk about Black Lives Matter, what we're talking about is the systemic structure that supports and encourages violence by the state 
or at least sanctioned by the state in our communities, because there is literally little to no justice as ever effectuated by so-called due process in the system. So it, it, it becomes very frustrating to constantly see this refrain uh, pour, poured out over and over again. And then you got folks like Terry Crews who are worried about Black supremacy before they even worry about what's happening in our community based on the police violence. So one, we can chew gum and walk at the same time. Two, can we really just deal with the fact that we are 13% of the population, but nearly, I think, 40% likely to be killed by police? It's insane. Why is that even difficult for us to wrap our minds around that we can deal with both issues at the same time without having to denigrate one, part, one half of the coin or one half of the argument? Black Lives Matter, regardless who takes the life. I, I think it, and I, um, I give I, I yield my time. <laughs> you know what's funny is when you when you brought up this topic, this was not the argument that I thought you were going to be coming with. Oh, I thought you were going to be one of those. What about black on black crime? I thought you were going to come in with a little bit of that. I didn't so know did you. I. Were, I knew you weren't going to go all the way with that. So, did but I. I, I thought you were going to come in with a little bit of that. No, and um, I, I'm glad that we're still <laughs> the Farrakhan glad brothers. Still here. The Farrakhan <laughs> brothers disagree to agree. <laughs> we agree, my brother. Let us hold our heads high. You know, I did a little bit of research last night in regards to this topic, and I find that there have been several rallies, marches, vigils sit-ins, various activations, community uh, activities that are around stopping gun violence and mm -hmm. violence in our communities. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is that the mainstream media does not give that the same value as protests that are happening now. If a white person kills a black person, they're on it. If a black person kills a black person and the streets say no more, they're not on it like that. So we have to call them to task also because they're not helping to support getting this violence out of the community. Well, I, we're never going to get the violence out of the community com completely. And it's not because black people are inherently violent. But when violence does happen, it happens to us because we are part of the community. Right. It's it it happens, whether it's fist fights, whether it's a knife fight, or whether it's a gunfight. Mm -hmm. It happens amongst family members, right? And you, um, you're likely to kill people who look like you because they are close in proximity to you, absolutely. and that's that's who you're going to have the issue it, the issues with. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think I think what they try to do is 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 fucking. They're clutching at straws and trying to distract from the real issue at hand. Like every the, the the issue is, police are killing black folks a lot more than anybody else. So that needs to stop. And then they come with every other fucking bullshit, half-ass, you know, you know, taken from the fucking book of here we go again, and they fucking run with it, and they and they and they try to change the narrative and try to distract people from what the problem really is and that's mm -hmm. all they do every single time this is nothing this is what they all this is what they do 
they've got to come up with their fucking the same bullshit talking points, but they're still not addressing their issue of being racist fucking cops out there killing people. You know what I mean? I think, and it's crazy, I, I, man. I think if they at least held them accountable, right? That's right. that's what there we're talking about. Less, there would be less. There, there would be less anger in the streets because racist cops are going to happen. Mistakes are going to happen. Misjudgments are going to happen. You not following the rules of your own uh, department and policy is going to happen. But you have to be held to a standard as the rest of us are. And to a higher standard, too, because we give you more responsibility. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that, that, that's my issue. It, uh, you know, I, like I said, I don't expect anybody to be perfect. And it is a very, very difficult job. Like I have law enforcement in my family and it's it's a hard job. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a hard job. And 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 not not being given enough resources, not being given enough training um, and then be, being asked to go out there and and take care of mental health and fires mm-hmm. and crime yeah. and, and, yep. and so many different things. They, but still, you, you more, still have to be responsible when you when you ki- when you pull that weapon. You need to think about the life that you're about to take. You get more training to be a train operator than you do for a police officer. That's a fact. You get and more it, training to be a barber than a police officer. You know what I'm saying? And and you know they have to really address the two prong attack. You know you have to you have to channel certain resources in there that can be first responders more than the police are or them being with the police when there's a situation because there's a lot of mental illness out there people are getting killed that young man in colorado uh that was killed you know had some sort of he had some mental issues or he wasn't exactly i don't know if he was autistic what are we he was on about? The spectrum the young man in um in colorado i can't think elijah of yes I don't um, know if he was on the spectrum i thought he was just anemic yeah i thought he was on the spectrum i i heard he had mental issues as well Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, not I, that I, any I, of that is justified. I'm no, 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 no. I'm just. I, it's, I, it's not. I'm not trying to right. use it as a justification. No, no. Neither was that. I. I just. I just didn't know he had um, a mental it, uh, challenge. When they when they approached him, the his his pattern of speech and things of that nature were kind of uh, off a little bit. And if they had like five minutes of training, they would have realized that and and handled the situation differently. But they handled him like just any other black person, and you know we don't even get the benefit of the doubt to be mentally ill because to them we're all animals. And this young man was killed. And he, and if you listen to what he said when he was being choked and harassed and, and, and killed by these police officers, it's the saddest thing in the world. Hmm. He was all over the place because obviously he had issues and they fucking killed him. I never you know watched what I'm the video. It, it's, it's, I didn't watch the video, but the transcript from the actual, for what hmm. he said was, was, uh, has been posted online and things of that nature, but it's fucked up, man. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't even consider that this young man may have had some issues. That was a it's a very complicated situation because although they did put him in a chokehold, it wasn't the chokehold that killed him. There's a combination of his physical um, ailments, the chokehold, and then the ketamine that they injected him with that ended up giving him a heart attack. So it was, it was, it was, it was the perfect storm Mm. basically. Yeah. But if, but if, why why did they inject him with the ketamine? Yeah. I was going to say, when does ketamine become part of the, part of the 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 protocol? If the cops, if the cops cops didn't inject him with the ketamine, the the EMT, 
Right. Yeah. The EMS or EMT injected him with the ketamine. Now that becoming part of how they sedate people. Like he, I don't know that he should have even been sedated. Right. I'm no, just saying that they stopped the way he was stopped. He shouldn't have been stopped the way he was stopped from the point, from the time he opened up his mouth, they should have right. known that something was wrong with this boy. And they did, they disregarded that and they treated him like he was on crack or he was on something. And they said they supposedly found weed in his system. So what? Everybody in Colorado smoking weed. Probably the That's cops are high too. It's legal. Facts. Okay, exactly. So the reason why the cops were called to the scene because he was apparently wearing a, a, a black ski uh, mask, ski mask mm-hmm. that he, that he, now, no one's wearing a black ski mask because they're anemic or, you know, and not having some other mental issues. If you listen to what the way the boy spoke, it's fucked up. And he shouldn't have been, it shouldn't even got to where it got to, where he needed to be down, sub- submissed uh, by a chokehold. They should have been able to, you know, it's just, you know, that that's the problem. We're not even given the benefit of the doubt. How many, what, what happened in that case with the, with the with the uh, caregiver and the autistic person, and they shot the caregiver a couple years back in Florida. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, goddamn, what the fuck? What the fuck? What I find interesting is I don't know if you guys saw the video of the white guy in the car, and the cop tells him to stop, get out of the car, and he doesn't, and then he drives the car at him, and then the car spins out. He mm. gets out. He starts fighting the cop. He starts running up the block. At no point does the cop fire. The cop chases him. He runs back towards the car, jumps in the cop car, takes the cop car. (laughs) This white guy drives at the officer, (laughs) peels off, and then drives away in the cop car. At no time did the guy pull his gun and fire at this guy. And the guy went at him twice with the car that it could have hurt him or killed him. Right. And there was no gun drawn. He just kind of let him rock. So I, the thing is, like, I hate comparing to situations like that because there was not the same cop that choked this kid. Most cops, you know, that's not going to happen. But I heard what I saw the video and then I saw somebody put the Benny Hill theme behind <laughs> and sped it up <laughs> because it was that comical. It was because because most cops, you're not going to do that. You're, you're, you're not going to get away with that. At one point, wasn't he chasing the cop? Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah like. No, I mean that's, that that was that was unusual. So you can't really compare those two situations because one was a cop that was clearly not in control of the yeah. situation. I'd have put my whole clip through that window <laughs> if he'd have came at me with that motherfucking car. Yeah. Okay. The whole clip, and then I yeah. would have reloaded. <laughs> Reload. Yes, but hey. Yeah, I, Elijah' um, situation is so messed up. It's hard because you 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 do read that statement and you're just like. This guy, he wasn't out to hurt anybody. Just yeah. seemed like a very gentle, mm-hmm. gentle, gentle soul. soul. Yeah. Yeah. You know, him going to visit, the, I think it was the hospital. He was visiting somewhere where he was, you know, an old folks home or something like that. Yeah, he was playing uh, the violin for Violin them. for the cats and shit like that. Like, he, yeah. was a, he was a fucking, obviously the kid, you know, I, I keep saying kid because he was uh, very childlike in his mannerisms. It's just like, it's just... And we're old. It's okay. It's fine. It's fucking and, disgusting, and, man. I, I just and, and I, I and I hope the way that I I was explaining his situation didn't seem like I was. I hope it didn't seem like I was defending, um, what happened to him at all. No, no, no. I was. I what I was clumsily trying to say was that the system was what killed him. 
It wasn't one individual. It wasn't one single thing that led to his death, Mm -hmm. but they all worked together. It started with the cops and ended with the EMTs giving him the fucking ketamine or whatever the fuck they gave him. It started with whoever the hell called the cops on the kid in the first place. Yeah. 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 You know, because he's he's you assume that he's probably done this a few times. Right. Because if you saw the video of him in the convenience store, the person behind the counter was not alarmed at all. Mm-hmm. Like normally you see somebody come in with a ski mask and you're working in a convenience store. You're just assuming that they're coming here to rob them. And and, but, and a lot of these cases are being reopened now because of that, because of what's happening. As right they now. should. As they you know, should. As they're they getting should. second and third looks. You know, that Aubrey case, if it wasn't for, listen, if it wasn't for the Floyd case, a lot of these cases would not be reopened and, and had a second look at them. And, and, and now we're going to see a lot of the fuckery, what it is, man. It's just fuck. It's listen. The Breonna that, Taylor case is still just sitting there. I, it was sitting. It was just oh my about God. Still just yeah. sitting there. Just sitting Although I did now, read some good news that her boyfriend, uh, the charges have been dropped against him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's good. If for no, for nothing else, they should be fired and charged with negligent homicide. Because they did their job, they did their job so poorly, it caused someone to die. No, my thing with that was after the cover up with the with the blank report. So they put in a report that was almost blank, Mm. an incident report that had no information in it. We wouldn't be allowed to do that for you can't even go to the DMV. They're like, no, you're missing field number 18. How can they put in where someone was killed and 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 turn in a report that is almost blank? Because they, okay? they knew from the jump. They knew they did. The warrant apparently was expired. They didn't have, uh, they weren't authorized to go to her apartment. It, it's like, come on. There's so many things. Yeah, This woman should be alive right now. Yeah, for 100%. None of these cops should, should be walking around. All right, so what are you guys drinking? This week's libation. I am drinking an oldie but goodie, Rowan's Creek. Oh, that's that's really good. That is the oldie that's but good goodie. Stuff. That's yeah. a good. That's a good whiskey, yeah, that's good. man. That's good. That's good. That's, that's good. a good whiskey. I, I specifically was trying to find something new, and so I went with the 1792. Yeah, how was that? Um, how was that? It's pretty. It's pretty good. I'm pretty enjoying good. it. I'm enjoying mm. it. It's sort of like okay, so it's made by the same people that make Elijah Craig. And it has a lot of the same characteristics, but it's way smoother. Mm. It looks smoother. It looks expensive. <laughs> it's, it's actually not. <laughs> it looks the, the bottle. The bottle beautiful. Looks, yeah, that's a beautiful that's bottle. What, it it really, that's really what got me to buy this. But mm-hmm. it's not. It wasn't that expensive. It's like thirty five bucks. Oh, okay. All right. Next time I go to the liquor store, I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, I would say this is a good purchase. I, I so if that was it. next to the Elijah Craig, would you buy that or the Elijah Craig next time? I think I would go with this again. Mm. Wow, I'm saying Craig. a lot because we like the I mean, Elijah Craig a lot. Yeah, and I I, I was drinking this last week. This <laughs> there you go, there you go. I still got some. I'm telling you, I'm jealous, man. I I literally can't keep bottles like that. I can't build a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot build a bar. I would literally just have to say, all right, I'm gonna just buy ten bottles and then you know, and then they'll all be gone the next week. <laughs> <laughs> what you drinking, Mac? I am drinking. Uh, I suck it out today. I'm drinking the uh, 1800. 
I'm just drinking tequila. Eighteen hundred. I was I was trying to get rid of it. I'm actually trying to make room. I, I so I got rid of the vodka last week. I'm getting rid of the eighteen hundred this week. And I've been waking up like the brown liquor has been killing me. I'm just taking a break from the brown liquor for a minute. I keep falling asleep in my office. It I'm telling you, after, it ain't the after brown the show. Liquor. It's the brown liquor. It's, it's the brown the liquor. Volume of the brown liquor. <laughs> okay, true. I'm drinking the true same. That. I'm drinking the same amount. You got. You got to drink. Not waking in up with the hangovers. I'm not waking up with the hangovers. You got to drink in moderation. Uh, I'm drinking Uncle Nearest again. It takes me a long time to go through a bottle of whiskey, so I'm I'm more than halfway through it though. Have you tried uh, coconut and uh, pineapple with that? Are, are you trying to be funny? <laughs> uh, I just gotta know. To I, was to to I was trying not to laugh. I was trying to laugh. Fucking, well, fucking guys drinking uh, your fucking... whiskeys with uh, little umbrellas. It is gonna take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just sit on the rocks. Listen, when it comes to 1884 Uncle Nearest whiskey, uh, you got to drink that with some ice or just neat. You don't put anything in it, and that's my message for the day. That was Thanks. a great commercial. Thank Thanks. You. Yeah. Thanks. Let's run it. That was a great commercial. <laughs> Send it to print. Let's so what did we what did we learn today, guys? Did we solve any problems? Oh, I, I learned uh never to ask Mac to come over and help me with any projects. <laughs> any household building projects. <laughs> Don't sleep. Don't sleep. He's got magnetic screwdrivers. Don't yeah, sleep. <laughs> Magneto, fucking, it's Magneto over there, over there. <laughs> Magneto. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, what'd you I, learn, Al? I didn't learn it oh. from the show today, but I did learn that um, there are way too many fireworks on July Fourth, man. Like, <laughs> I way too many fireworks yeah. on June Fourth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like for the entire month, uh, that's for sure. But July Fourth, it was like you would think people really celebrate being subjugated and marginalized like what's going to happen when we actually have equality like it's it's you might as well just get out of the city for a while because it's going to be nuts can i i feel for anybody who had ptsd saturday night because there is no way they slept in harlem there's absolutely no way and i saw some of the videos from brooklyn and um queens and i was like nobody slept anywhere yeah they have to be under their bed Well, I, I shit. I came home that night at nine o'clock, and my my block was on fire, mm. just with different fireworks. And and I I had to go to bed to go to go to work the next day. I put the air conditioner on. My loud shit had me sleep in like twenty <laughs> minutes. Yo. I didn't give a fuck. So what'd you learn, Mac? I just learned that Doctor McStuffins is black, and I have to watch this. I have no idea what this is. What this, oh. what this, and I have to watch Frozen. As well, it's it's Doc McStuffins. Oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. She's a little colloquial with it. Okay, all right, Doc. And Doc. and while you're at it, check out Parker Looks Up and the Lola book series. They're giving me homework at my reading level, so to make sure that. <laughs> and then look up the Habib show. Look at this! Hold up! Hold up! Look at this infidel woman. She is a piece of garbage. She's infidel. She's looking like a whore, dressed like that. I guess I should watch the Habib show last, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh man, oh man. That's a cap off. All right. What did you learn? That the Habib show is on Disney. Yo, listen, we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. Follow us on social media and help a hungry podcast out at patreon.com backslash decoding four zero. We will catch you guys next week, every single Friday 
on all of your favorite platforms. And Monday night, catch us on Facebook after dark at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll see you guys next week. I'm Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, a.k.a. Whoopi. It's L.O. Peace. Yeah. Peace. We locked in. This is Decoding 40. 